Hey guys, welcome to the first episode of season two, and I am your host, Lumpi. And this is your favorite podcast because if it's not your fave, why are you here? <laughs> it's your favorite podcast, and I'm your host. If it's your first time joining us on this podcast, you're super welcome. And if you're a returning listener, a bottle of chewed coke already waiting for you in your fridge, just open it, sit, relax and enjoy so guys we're starting the first episode of this season with a new series like i already told you guys you know we deal in series so yes i started with a new series and it's titled the heartbreak unscripted series and i have a lot of guests sharing their heartbreak story what their heartbreak story was like you know your first guest is here yes your first guest is here. How many of us know our first guest? It's me, Longpe. I'm going to be sharing with you guys my own heartbreak story. Yes, our hearts get broken too. We're humans. <laughs> yes, we are. So I'm going to be sharing with you guys today my heartbreak story. Quite emotional for me. But yes, I'm sharing with you two stories. So I spoke with a friend of mine and my friend said, why don't you share your story? A lot of people will be encouraged from listening to you. And I decided to actually share my story and decided to actually share two heartbreak stories with you guys. So you know that those of us that were giving you the love advice, the patience advice, the chill advice, the vibe advice, we have actually gone through storms in life in terms of relationship yeah and i'm going to be sharing those stories with you today so sit back grab your box of tissue because you might cry you might say oh but i want you to know that heartbreaks pain is is normal it's part of life you know you get happy sometimes and get sad sometimes so yeah let's get right into it guys so the first guy i literally ever dated in university days i had a relationship for almost two years from my part one to i think my part two whereby i was in a relationship with this amazing person and it was it was quite older than me because i don't really have a thing for young people so and i'm not saying it was so old he wasn't my sugar daddy <laughs> but i don't really have a thing for young people so some five six seven years difference is what i prefer and of course was fitting perfectly into that profile so yeah and we started this amazing relationship things were you know things were actually going on well rosy beautiful awesome amazing your girl was in love and one day i i was talking to him on the phone as usual and i had someone a child in the background say daddy look at that and he said oh okay and i said why is someone in the background a child calling you daddy and he said oh you know all this area children is just a child that lives like down the streets and he calls me daddy because i'm older than him or something and i said wow that's so nice i even believe and on my birthday he was supposed to see me and so i called him ah, where are you now you said you were coming he said oh don't worry i'm coming but it wasn't he was lying to me he wasn't actually coming to see me on that day 
so i kept waiting and waiting it was already 6 p.m 7 p.m 8 p.m so i was calling and someone picked the phone and it was a lady on the receiving end and said don't you know that is a married man i was like what who is a married man are you joking are you playing was this nonsense and then she hung up so that night i cried in fact i had a birthday party i couldn't wait for all the guests to leave so i could cry my cry i cried and i felt like i felt so terrible i felt so awful and so so sad that day the second day he called me and he said oh it was just a sister or something that picked the phone i said oh really I believed yet again <laughs> yet again I believed and some weeks after I saw his uh, wedding pictures on Facebook I was broken I didn't know what to do like I was literally in a relationship with someone for almost two years with someone that uh, was uh, was engaged literally to another person I felt cheated and he already had a child with the person you know so i felt really cheated and he called me like maybe some six seven months after his wedding to apologize i don't know why i was apologizing but i think the part that really you know struck me the most was his cousin his brother lied alongside him because they sometimes came to visit me and they would come with him and they would say oh our wife <laughs> oh god i'm so bad and then they, i believed them that oh he would never try such a thing but it so happened that he did and i felt really really cheated so that's the first person the second person <laughs> almost the same storyline and so this time we were dating already one year into the relationship i think this time i was in my part three i'm not sure yet but i was also in the university at that time and so we're already into the relationship one year into it and things were actually going beautiful you know and i was doing a lot to support the relationship because at that time this person was not financially you know active and I said like that, but this person was having some financial issues and difficulties at that time. So I took it upon myself as a responsibility to kind of support. I was a university girl supporting a working class. And I didn't see that as a big deal. I was supporting in my little way. I would it would come visit and I would cook. Oh my goodness. I would cook vegetable soup, a goosey soup, you name it and i will let him pack it home because i felt like this is somebody i wanted to you know start a future or a life with so it wasn't it wasn't a big deal to kind of support at that time and i did with all seriousness and consciousness in my heart and i never for once like you know queried it or anything and so one particular day he came visiting as usual and i just saw him differently i said "Uh -uh, this guy is cheating (laughs) ladies don't ever fight with your instincts and i asked him what's wrong he said nothing i said okay 
Funniest thing is our fingerprints both unlock each other's phone. For instance, my fingerprint is registered on his phone, so I can unlock his phone. And same as mine. As is, it's registered on my phone, so you can unlock my phone anytime. So whether open to each other, we never lied or you know hid anything from each other. So whether open. And this particular day, I took his phone and I unlocked it. And I went, I didn't go to WhatsApp or Facebook or I went to text message. That was just how serious my, you know, instincts were at that time. I went to text message and it was just the second message I opened because it was from a number. I think was it a number or something? I can't really remember. But I opened that text message and I saw my own boyfriend, so-called boyfriend, professing love to another woman while we were actively in our relationship. So I said, this message was sent when? And he responded that, oh, that was long before I met you. I said, no, this is the second message on your phone and it's dated so-so-so dates, which is just like two days ago. So it can never be last year or before you even met me. He just didn't know how to lie. So everything just, you know, went like that. And one thing, one standard I have is if you cheat, um, you can't be so perfect. You, There's no perfection that has to be in you. But if cheating is there, I cannot, I can never, ever look at you the same way. And that's it because I won't cheat. I don't expect you to cheat. So I'm not willing to forgive cheating. Even if I forgive it, I'm not willing to forget cheating. So I will not take you back. So that was just my principle and my standard as of that time. Even till now. <laughs> so he begged. His siblings begged. His mom begged. His everybody begged. And I said, no, your son cheated. But I can't take him back. Sorry. I might like him so much. But he cheated. And I can't take it back. So I'm sorry. <laughs> I was so hard amant. And so it happened that I did not take him back. <laughs> Guys, I know those of you that are listening. Someone is probably twitching their mouth that ah, don't pay forgiveness. Yeah, I forgave, but I didn't take him back. And what broke the camel's back was that the person he cheated with got pregnant. <laughs> got pregnant for him. And he was still kind of begging me. And I said, Ogbeni Wambi, the person you cheated with is pregnant. So how do you want me to take you back with a child? I honestly felt broken. Yes, everybody has a heartbreak story. Everybody has a painful story. And yes, I have a couple of questions lined up. And I'm going to be asking myself those questions and sending the answers. Actually, this question is the format for all our guests. So I'm going to be answering the questions. And I've spoken about those questions, you know, one point or the other. How long did the relationship last for? Two years. The first one was about two years, roughly about two years. And the second one was a year. And at what point did you realize you no longer had feelings for your ex? The first one was when I saw the wedding pictures. That was when I knew I didn't have feelings anymore. Because I didn't even know they were getting married. So when I saw the pictures, that was when I knew that I didn't love this person anymore. 
and the second person was when i saw the text message immediately i saw the text message the feelings the feelings left the third question is have you healed yes i have yes i have 90 percent about 90 percent i've healed 90 percent and i'm still healing yes though this happened like a long time ago but i'm still healing and if you've healed which i have partially <laughs> what steps did you take that helped you i took myself out i learned to appreciate myself i learned to love myself and i started taking myself out every month or every time i just felt like i needed to get something for myself i would go and do it i didn't leave the responsibilities to a guy to make me happy i have the power to make myself happy so yeah that's why the steps conscious steps i took and um any advice that you have for someone who is hurting wow hurt if you are hurting right now hurt don't shorten your process the reason is because everybody has a process everybody healing is a process and everybody has their own you know time span of that process you cannot rush your process I've been hurt so many times and I'm just sharing two out of many experiences you know just like recently I got hurt and I'm not I'm still healing from that I've not even you know I've not moved past a proper stage of speaking about it so I cannot talk about it on this podcast but I will tell you that things will hurt you things will shake you things will push you things will shift you from your regular balance and shape but your process matters your healing process matters and you have to consciously take steps to heal and to help yourself i'm not going to cry on this podcast episode yes i'm not (laughs) but i would advise that you should take your healing process one step at a time don't rush yourself you don't have the capacity to rush yourself because your healing of course is your conscious healing process but still healing is a process and if you don't follow through that process you cannot use your capacity your inbuilt capacity to push yourself to a recovery stage it's just like your computer if it's restarting there is a process it has to follow you cannot by your own hand push it from shutting down to restarting it has to shut down first then restart so if it doesn't shut down first it cannot restart you don't have to push yourself just follow your process follow your process you cannot push yourself just follow your process if you need to cry cry if you need to will will if you need to rant rant if you need someone to talk to call someone and just tell the person that for the next 15 minutes i want to rant and i don't want you to say anything and rant then hang up and sleep drink ice cream you know take ice cream and be happy and that's what I did. I did a lot of emotional eating at that point because it was an emotional moment for me. Still an emotional moment for me, even talking about it. It was a friend that kind of like made me talk about this today. My normal self would never want to share my heartbreak story. But if I don't, how would you have the courage to share your story? Or how would you have the courage to actually know that a heartbreak is normal and it would not change you? Rather, it will make you a better, tougher person. So, I'm sorry if you're hurting right now. I'm sorry. But I know 
that I know that I know that it's a process and since you started this journey and the process of healing you will surely heal so if you need help you can speak to a specialist I'm not a specialist I can only advise you on what to do but I'm not a specialist because even me I'm not perfect in my own healing process I'm still healing sometimes I cry yes sometimes I cry it's normal I still cry about it sometimes you know but it doesn't mean that being heartbroken is a disease it's not it's normal and that's the essence of this series to let people know that being heartbroken is normal thank you guys for staying tuned to the end i hope i didn't make anybody cry on this podcast too so guys just don't forget to drop a comment don't forget to drop a comment thank you guys for staying tuned to the end it was a pretty emotional episode for me but well we have it out there you guys now know about some well two of my heartbreak story so guys join me on podroom and let's discuss this amazing episode so you can just search for me on podroom talk time with lungui on podroom and we can hang out and talk about this and don't forget you can send me an email talktimewithlungui at gmail.com or you could send me a dm on instagram and on twitter at honest it's new and don't forget that this episode is available to be listened to on any listening platform you can also drop your review on any of the listening platform that is available to you don't forget to subscribe and follow me on instagram and on twitter bye catch you next week